Well, I just want to say thank you for coming back once again to What Is The Point podcast. I think this is number five. I actually don't know. No, it's kind of like number track. six or seven. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a little, little brain dead as usual. Um, I am currently in an airport, actually. So we are kind of, you know, upgrading our locations for recording this podcast. But Emily and I wanted to talk a little bit about different travel experiences, like things we would never get rid of for the world or that things that we would have gotten rid of if we ever had a second chance to redo it. Just, you know, all the fun stuff. All the fun stuff. All the fun stuff. Yeah, so you just went on a trip for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes, I did. Back to Montana. And Back you Montana. went all the way to freaking Ecuador for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely was a bit of a longer journey, but worth it i think <laughs> the turkey was, was it... <laughs> the turkey was 50 dollars versus five so you know oh you mean mine versus yours my turkey versus your turkey my I'm turkey confused. was expensive I hate turkey. dude that's why if you go to van Noy thanksgiving they have like eight different main dishes so you don't have to eat turkey if you hate turkey yeah like i literally love turkey <laughs> literally my <laughs> favorite type of meat well Turkey is good. I just, okay. Anyways, we weren't on here to talk about turkey. We are turkeys. Huh? <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Oh that was a bit much. All right. So what is, <laughs> sorry, what's something that happened on your trip that was like irreplaceably amazing? Um, I mean, other than like seeing my family and nieces and nephews, um, Probably shopping with my dad, actually. It was really funny. Really? <laughs> I haven't gone shopping with my dad in years. Like, it's been a long time. And we went shopping together. And let me tell you, um, he's he's really into shopping. Like, I had I forgot because I've always gone to him to, like, Home Depot and Lowe's. And I just get really sick and tired of being in them after a while. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, we were, like, doing other kinds of shopping. And it was a party. You know, I have this mental image of you shopping with your dad and he's wearing his suspenders and a plaid shirt and his pants are a little too short with those boots. And he's such a vibe. He's literally such a happy vibe. Yeah, he literally glows. Like when he's shopping, he's literally in there. He's just walking around and like unfazed by everything. He's a super generous person. So it's super fun. Like shopping is like, it's not like, oh, that's to this or that's to that. It's just like, you know, you, you find the best person in the store. You ask them, first of all, do they have a deal? Do they have a deal? <laughs> Are there any deals going on? <laughs> oh, and then you that is it. literally the bomb. I love that so much. What was something you wouldn't, um, like that was a highlight or like you wouldn't trade from your trip for anything? Um, my five mile run with my bro was to die for. I feel it like you just want to rub that in my face a tiny bit. That you really not at all. Else. Not at all. <laughs> Legit. I was thinking about this question and I was like, that's the one thing I wouldn't replace like for the world. It was so fun. It was brutal. I almost died. <laughs> sure. But it was awesome. It was amazing. And he took such good care of me and we had a good time. And we went way out in the Ecuadorian countryside and like on this dirt road and chased away rabid dogs and had a good, <laughs> had a total, totally good time. So. On that note of you taking a five-mile run, though, can I just say if I, like, would have ever taken a five-mile run just, like, for kicks with my sibling, I would definitely make sure that got on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Putting it out there. Like, everybody needs to know this. Everybody needs to know I went on a five-mile run. Well, considering that by March 12th, 
I am going to be doing 13 miles. I need to do five miles now so I can do 13 by then, I which I you, cannot but... do 13 now. So, you know. <laughs> but as your friend, I will. I am always so impressed. Like every time Emily says Thank something you. about this, everyone, I'm just like, somehow I feel like it reflects on me, even though it doesn't. But I'm like, oh, like I know her and I'm like somehow associated with this kind of coolness. I'm here for it. <laughs> every time you say that, just Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm associated with this cool person. Oh my goodness. Just cracks me up. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty selfish sounding, but okay. it is what it is. <laughs> we are moving on to something else. <laughs> so traveling, flying, being in airports has got to be one of the most exhausting things. <laughs> Do you have any hacks for like how to make it a little bit easier? Um well first of all <laughs> first of all. <laughs> Check in your carry-on bag if you can. So a lot of the times, this is my, yeah. favorite, my favorite thing. Go up to the counter. 90% of the time since COVID and Corona and all that stuff, they will let you check in your carry-on bag. So all you have to bring with you then is your backpack, which actually eliminates so much exhaustion. No longer lugging this bag of like 40 pounds of clothes around or whatever you have in yours. Yeah. <laughs> but it's gone for the trip and it's great. That's my number one thing I always try. You know what's interesting is they're really desperate for overhead bin space because everybody and their uncle has a roller bag these days. And they are like, so you can basically check in, take your roller bag, whether you're allowed to or not, like whether whether you've paid for it or not. And then they'll usually check it for free because they're That's so desperate for overhead space. But usually, like a lot of times they used to like make you pay and they actually are technically supposed to. But I heard them being like, yeah, we'll just check it up for free. So, oh, yeah. so like, we have overhead bin space, so it's a little hack there. Well, that's what I mean. Like, every single flight that I take now, I'll walk up to the counter right before I go. I'll be like, hey, can I check this bag? Check it for free. So I almost never actually have that roller bag with me anymore. It's great. Yeah, I, I adore checking things. This 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 trip, I carried my ruck bag, which is fairly big, and I jammed it full of my stuff. And I just threw it in the overhead bin and only had my phone and my AirPods with me in my seat. That's living the life, man. And my pillow. It was amazing. Yeah. A couple times also, I wish for like my journal, but. Another oh well. hack for traveling now that we're on this is don't be a giant person. Just be a small person. <laughs> like I'm telling you, if you're going to get into traveling, shrink yourself. Like if you're really tall, get in one of those, what are they called? Those, or those, else, or else travel with a really small buddy so no, that you're not squishing a total stranger. You're squishing your friend. But let me tell you, it, does, it still doesn't work because a big person on an airplane, they can't sleep. It doesn't matter if they're in, in first class or not. It's like they're just overwhelming the space. Me, I literally just pull out those little trays and I lean my head forward. And I just pass out. I actually sleep better on airplanes than almost anywhere else. I'm not sure why. It's kind of weird. Um, yeah, that is um, unique and you're gifted in that Because I struggle I sleeping almost everywhere. But airplanes, like, yeah, I just pull out that tray. You lean forward. I'm out. <laughs> Conk. I'm yeah. gone. I used to be able to do that. But for some reason, I like my old age, my flying skills and sleeping at the same time are just not not working very good but I feel that what's some of your least favorite things about flying definitely turbulence I don't like turbulence I don't know why it just really unnerves me it's funny because I actually have a dream of getting my pilot's license and so I've been up in little planes quite a few times and I don't mind turbulence in little planes it doesn't bother me at all but when I'm in a giant like 150 person passenger jet I am like 
just get me down to the ground because I don't like this. Like I feel very out of control and like the turbulence kind of psychs me. And I literally am like praying like, okay, Lord, like I trust you. You got me on this flight. You're going to get me home, right? <laughs> that's kind of funny because I was but, thinking about that on this last flight. There's quite a bit of turbulence coming down because yeah. Seattle's really windy or whatever. And I was like, this is kind of fun. It gave me a tiny bit of a rush, like just because I was like, I could die. And I want, I mean, I wasn't, oh, wow. I just said, and I would want to. Oh my gosh. It could be, it could be, it can be fun to have some turbulence, but it really depends. I had this moment. You want to know what my thought process was? It was actually hysterical. We were having this turbulence on the way down and I was sitting there and I was like thinking about how I was was watching Top Gun. I'm like, you know, it'd be really fun if this airplane just like flipped right now. I wonder like how people would act. And that's literally my thought process when turbulence happens. What is wrong with Oh my goodness. And then I was like, yeah. you know what? I feel like you would be fine at this moments of confidence. And then a little bit of turbulence came and I almost grabbed the ginormous person next to me. Did I do that? No, I did not. But I almost <laughs> did. And I was like, never mind. Uh, my brother, who is uh, getting his private pilot's license right now, took me and my sister in law up for a flight. And she was like, there was really bad turbulence that day. And I wasn't scared at all. Like I said, it was like a four person plane, it was chill. And it was in beautiful Cody, Wyoming. You could see the mountains. And anyways, she was like grabbing my leg the entire time. She was, was? so oh, she freaking was. out. It was hysterical. <laughs> she didn't even realize it. She got on the ground. She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's okay. Like <laughs> she kept grabbing my leg and be like, ah, <laughs> but you know, everybody reacts differently to different things. And I think it's just the out of control feeling. So I feel like I'm a little bit addicted to the out of control feeling though, because that's why like, I don't know, thrillers, thriller rides. I just, I love them. They terrify me. Don't get me wrong. I'm super scared. Just like any other, any other average person, but I love right. being scared, which I feel like is a little creepy, but <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, pick your fear. <laughs> like who enjoys being terrified? Like, I'm like, I might die and this is great. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like I literally, I kid you not, I will scream until my lungs feel like they're about to explode when I'm doing some of these rides at like fairs and stuff, but I love every second of it. And I'm like, I feel absolutely petrified, but I'm so here for it. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, you're great. It's fun. Weird. Um, what was the other thing we were, I was going to say, I can't remember. About going home, though, I think the thing, this is really interesting about taking trips. I mean, for one, I am taking trips almost back to back. So right now I'm flying back to California and I fly out again in like two days for Columbia for a few weeks. Um, The thing about flying that's different than like driving places and stuff is once you feel like you're in a rhythm. So like once you feel like you know exactly what's happening in the row, it actually for me can be really relaxing. Yes, very true. Yeah. Whereas like driving, everything's unforeseen, like with my car anyway. <laughs> um, or traveling <laughs> with your friends from Wyoming also. Everything is unforeseen. Like any minute, I don't know, a car could break down. You could be stuck somewhere for two days, a week. You just never eh. know. <laughs> not me. Maybe the Barnards. Uh, like every Barnards. time I'm driven, hope you're not I feel listening. Like, I feel like Chandra <laughs> will be. Um, every time. <laughs> Hey, Chandra, we love you. That was a huge shout-out, actually. Chandra, actually, it was huge shout-out for being one of our best listeners. Yes, Um, for sure. But no, like, every time I've driven other places with friends. Now, whenever it's, like, my parents, we kind of work it out. But every time I've driven somewhere with family members, like, friends, it's just been chaos. Like, the the quantity of breakdowns and things that go wrong is literally unbelievable. Out of control. No, for sure. Yeah. 
I really like flying for that too because you know when your next flight is and you just get to your gate, watch a show, eat some food, I don't know, chill. I think I'm starting to get biased. Like, like you know, rich people are always biased to Delta. I'm not a rich person, but I am biased to Delta because I've been flying Delta for like the vast majority of my flights recently and I just flew Alaska today and both flights were delayed. And so I'm like, mm. oh, that's terrible. I'm like, mm, no, rethinking this. I'm always stuck flying United, and uh, they're okay. They're not the worst. I literally they're, flew United one time, and I hated it so much that I've never flown with them again. That's funny. <laughs> well, they're always the cheapest to Ecuador and stuff. So really, yeah. I mean, honestly, Usually, yeah. have you ever heard of Spirit Airlines? Because also pretty cheap. <laughs> Oh, I flown I flown Spirit one time and I absolutely hated it. It was you awful. Did. did you have yeah. to like pay for your pilot? Yeah, you pay for everything. You pay to step foot on the plane. You pay. You pay for your. You pay for the little pl- chintzy plastic cup that they pour your paid for. Do you actually? Into. No, I'm just kidding. I, I honestly mean, wouldn't. Be it surprised. feels like it. It feels like it. It definitely feels like it. Spirit is like one of those airplanes that is like, like it doesn't fly straight. It flies in like. A wiggly line. I don't know how else to well, do it. Well, they also they also are trying to spirit your money away. <laughs> Literally, spirit because is the most sus airline out there. They I'm make you, you they make you feel like you're not spending anything, and then they just sneakily grab it. So it's like a spirit is like getting your hands on your bank account. <laughs> so accurate. <I laughs> so <know>. accurately named. <laughs> well named spirit. Oh my are, goodness. Yeah. So here's yeah. our opinions on airlines, I guess, as well. <laughs> <laughs> what is the point of traveling if you can't hash your airlines? Honestly, uh, yes. Like, I literally see some airplanes or airlines, and I'm like, the audacity to be existing here at this airport is unbelievable. <laughs> like, I'm immediately triggered. Like, yeah, uh, I'm immediately triggered. Like, why do you think you can be here? Like, you do know, like, your entire plane is probably going down. I completely have it out for American Airlines. They <laughs> landed me in Miami, Florida for 24 hours, changed our gate four times on us. We were like <laughs> racing to find our gate. And Miami is freaking huge. I believe and you. my Uncle Ben was with me and he's he at the time was one of the most annoying people that existed. <laughs> oh, I hope and he never literally, to I don't care if he does. <laughs> <laughs> because we're good enough friends he would be chill he would probably just laugh because i basically told him that while we were flying i was like uh, are you serious and he would like wake me up if i was sleeping on a flight to just tell me some random facts and details <laughs> okay i have to say one of my least favorite things about traveling is traveling with someone who you really shouldn't be traveling with <laughs> okay talkative people on flights i, I can't uh, what is up with that oh like, it's on flights, horrible we're supposed to be like relaxing like for me it's like my my private time like I'm actually like ready to really chill which is kind of rare I know I normally don't chill but I really do on flights it's a really relaxed yeah, I don't experience. really I do not like talking to people on flights it just exhausts me like I'll talk to other people if they need to talk to you like I've had some really cool god encounters on flights and I'm not same, really close to that but if it's a friend of mine who is not a god encounter <laughs> well sometimes it's out, just please. Usually people on flights are just earbuds in doing their thing. But like I've had I've had like one really good conversation on a flight. But otherwise I've had some really good ones, I'll be honest. But really? But, yeah, I've actually had some really some of the best. But let's put it this way. If you're flying with a friend, do they not understand that the reason we're flying is literally just to listen to our own playlists? Like, I don't know. I don't know why everybody else is flying, but I'm just flying to like listen to my own music and my own stuff. <laughs> 
Like, I'm so I'm so done listening to music at this point that I was like, <laughs> yeah, no. I actually didn't listen to anything on this last flight because my phone was dead. Um, oh, bummer. Yeah, Alaskan Airlines also does not have charging outlets, which is literally so bad at this time and age when you literally can't get anywhere without your phone. I mean, not smart. Oh, you need charging outlets for sure. Like, literally, how do you know when your next flight is, especially with how much these are getting switched around? It's true. It's true. It's kind of insane. I hope you're at the right gate and don't get lost. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Sorry if these speakers in here are so loud that it annoys everyone, but it is what it is. So it was good, good trips for, I think, both of us. Yeah. And more travels to come. You're going to Columbia next week. Yeah. This week. This yeah, week. Yeah, this week, actually. What is it oh actually this week? Yeah, it is. It's Friday. What? Friday. Okay, so you're going to Columbia, and we need to stay tuned for that. I'm going to ask you questions about that when you get back. So, yeah, stay that's going to be a fun episode. Me to make up some drama, you know. As and there's going to be there's going to be at least three marriage proposals. I mean, of course, and one of which you will accept. Absolutely. I'm just predicting yes. the future here. Yep, one of which you will accept, <laughs> and maybe there will be an announcement next week. Is there is there <laughs> is there such a thing as accepting multiple? I mean, just so your options are still um, open. Yeah, I think that's called reverse polygamy. I mean, you don't have to actually marry any of them, Emily. You do know that. <laughs> Just want to casually throw that out there. It sounds like a really bad soap opera. Oh, my goodness. It's like, Emily, listen you know, to this. I, I have what? to insert this quickly. Literally okay. in the airport here, there is a bucket catching water from the ceiling. I am blown away. My mind is Oh, it's Seattle. Seattle, my, is, Seattle is the worst. My mind is literally blown. This reminds me of the good old days we lived in our double-wide trailer house that had, like, <laughs> leaking roofs everywhere. There's a bucket catching water in an airport. That's <gasps> disturbing. God, that is insanity. Oh That's my disturbing. <laughs> so funny. Back to <laughs> Emily and these marriage proposals that she thinks will happen. The truth is she might not be wrong. <laughs> But just because someone proposes marriage to you does not mean you will say yes. I know. Shocker to the entire That's world. what I said. I said only one of which you no, will accept. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> we are not, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> you said yes the first time I said that. You're like, yes, absolutely. I did not. <laughs> I, yeah, you did. You know what? People play back about three <laughs> no. minutes ago and you will hear her say yes to my ridiculous <laughs> proposal. No, I was probably just trying to get you to shut up so I could talk about this water bucket. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. You're mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> We're going to have a talk about this. <laughs> so funny. Okay, this podcast is a disaster, so we're going to leave it a disaster and have a good time. I think this podcast is great. I personally find it hysterical. I'll probably listen to it like three times myself. I probably will listen to it multiple times because there's so much, you know, there's a lot of turbulence in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so everyone, in case you're wondering, normally Emily and I, when we record a podcast normally, we've already talked for like multiple hours that day. Emily and I haven't, haven't talked in literally over a week. Like, as far as, like, more than, like, 10 minutes. So, in case you're wondering (laughs) why they are the way they are, it's because we have probably, what, like, seven hours worth of catching up to do at least. Yeah, we do. So, that's why this actually is kind of a true take of a – this is a little bit of a glimpse into our phone calls. A lot of times, these podcasts don't sound anything like our phone calls. Yeah, that's true. But this one does. Absolutely nothing. But this one actually has that vibe, just saying. So yeah. you're privileged. They to are snoop Emily. A true phone call. 
I just want to say that I appreciate that Emily said that because I think some of you don't understand the effort that goes into making a podcast <laughs> for one. <laughs> you have yeah. to, yes. you have to both be in like a functional headspace at the same time. It's and brutal. I don't think people understand how difficult it is to both be in like the same wavelength of like, we can make this happen too. You have to have devices. Emily has like all the gear for this. That's why she always sounds really clear. And I sound like an absolute garbage sack um no when you use your phone you're fine but you know we've made it work and even with time crunches like we have now with traveling and all this stuff and us living our lives we are you know giving you guys a little peek into our amazing existence (laughs) so thank you for listening and we appreciate every time you listen to an episode we see it and we're we're grateful so we actually really are also our podcast on missions i did want to give a shout out about this to each one of you who made that be our biggest hit so far, you guys yeah, are amazing. Yeah, a lot there of listens on that one. So many streams and downloads. It was such a huge deal. It blessed yep. me so much. I know it blessed them. I actually almost cried, um, which I doesn't know, say a lot crazy. because quite a few things almost make me cry, but still. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but still, it was a moment for sure. Yeah, that was cool. So, Anyways, are we getting close to our – I think we already passed our 20-minute yeah. limit. Yeah. We did. So we're we're gonna say bye and see you next week. Yeah, see you guys. Thank you for listening. Yep. Bye.